0: Yes, and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Sadia Usmani. Now, being the foodie that I am, I have always found the wet markets in Hong Kong exciting and invigorating, from the abundance of fresh vegetables, seafood, to the delicious cooked food areas, serving up an array of mouth-watering dishes. So, I was absolutely delighted when I saw this book, Growing Brighter, and it's a colourful collection of photographs, stories, and history devoted to Hong Kong's fresh markets. To find out more about it, um, I've got my guest in the studio Emmanuel Farsi from Link Read and they produced the book as part of their 15th anniversary. Good afternoon to you.
1: Good afternoon Celia.
0: It's it's a beautiful book it is a hardback it's quite a, it's quite I'm trying to think of the measurements of it hardback with amazing photographs so what inspired this book?
1: I think what we wanted to do with this book as part of our 15th uh, anniversary was to really document the, uh, and celebrate the uh, the fresh market in Hong Kong. So uh, from a historical perspective and also from the journeys that we went through at Link over the past 10 years in bringing the uh, traditional wet market into the modern age. And that was a very insightful transformation for us and for our tenants and for our shoppers. Uh, fresh market in Hong Kong, as you know, uh, are, are really at the heart of the community. Uh, they, they have uh, uh, such relationships Relationship to uh, the uh, uh, culture, to the uh, the cuisine, the Cantonese cuisine, and they, they provide you know, they have so link in terms of the freshness. We provide the variety. We provide, and so we, we found that fascinating, and we wanted to reposition the fresh market into the heart of the community because over the years they lost that position somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look at the uh, fresh market, but 10 years ago, uh, they were not a place that people really wanted to go to. Uh, They were often seen as being a little bit filthy. They they were called wet market for a reason because Mm -hmm. the floor was actually Mm -hmm. wet. Um, and and so, the uh, uh, they were a little bit of a sunset industry. Uh, they were patronized by uh, a sort of aging demographics. They were not attracting new generation. They were not providing the uh, services that they were supposed to provide at the heart of the community. And and we we thought that they will lose the vibrancy that a fresh market is supposed to represent and is supposed to be as a gathering place. And, so so we wanted to, to to transform that.
0: Okay, there are hundreds of these markets across Hong Kong, really, aren't they? So in terms of the numbers that you have been involved in, what would you say in terms of, you know, percentage-wise, which ones have you actually been working with?
1: We, at Link, we have a portfolio now of about 60-odd fresh markets, and we have renovated over two third of that so that's been a, a really a remarkable transformation over okay. the past few years
0: so would you i mean i suppose fresh you know wet markets as you say they are wet and they're a bit chaotic and it's a bit crazy but isn't that isn't that sort of part of what the market is about? So are we going to lose, have we lost a little bit of that sort of cultural side of it because of the renovations? Probably not, because we still
1: have that organized chaos, if you uh-huh. will. I think what we brought with the renovation is we kept the very good character of the traditional Wet market in Hong Kong, so uh, the uh, the variety, the uh, uh, the freshness uh, that is so important to uh, to to the local cuisine, but we also brought in. Uh, uh experience and influence from some of the best wet uh, fresh market overseas and that transformation actually made the market a lot bigger so they didn't lose their character they didn't lose they didn't lose their soul actually we enhanced that a mm-hmm. lot more mm-hmm. by creating an environment that could multiply what a, a fresh market should be
0: yeah i can see certainly like for the consumer i can see that because i suppose one of the things that maybe stops me going into the wet market sometimes is it's just so hot and i just get so sticky and and i just need to go in there and just have that you know because we're we, we're a bit spoiled now because we go to supermarkets and we're just set conditioned it can take credit cards so it's easy but i suppose you know that whole aspect of, of fresh market that's what it's about so how does that for consumers it's absolutely wonderful um how does that sort of is it a challenge with say the retailers who are in there who you know, because it means change for them. How, has it been a challenge for retailers was, to get on board?
1: It was definitely change, but actually, you were talking about aircon, and well, the working environment is so much better than mm. for the retailers because instead of sweating and old stuffy market, we are in an aircon environment. It's also a lot better because that sense of community has been duplicated because. the the retailers work together i mean they, they they have this sense of community so now our market's being so open with sight line clear sight line clear visibility they're actually able to see their friends you know people they work alongside with uh uh, day in day out so there was a little bit at the very beginning when we started that uh, that process there was uh, a, a little bit of apprehension because nobody had renovated a fresh market hmm. Does it culture. mean
0: any additional say, costs for them as retailers if they're in the market Like, because I suppose they've got air conditioning and things like that because when I was talking to one of your colleagues she was saying that well you know the government are quite happy to put in the air conditioners and things like that but then the cost of those may be passed on obviously to the retailers and to people who have these small Stalls in there.
1: Well, the counterpart of that is because the markets were becoming a lot more attractive. Yeah, you get more footfall. A lot more footfall, a lot more spend, a lot more variety, new generation really coming in. So retailers that were doing a certain turnover at the beginning mm-hmm. we're seeing the business improve dramatically in the new market environment. So it's much of so time it, isn't it? it takes exactly time. and it's uh, it's actually the retailers are winning because they are doing a lot more business. Uh, the customers are definitely winning because uh, it's it's a new offer and it's really a very compelling offer. Uh, we as operator of the, uh, the, the market and the shopping center are winning as well because we are able to have a much more vibrant anchor tenants in our centres and that also work alongside with our shopping Mm centres so mm -hmm. it's been a win-win-win situation for all parties. Well
0: looking at the book I mean the book is amazing how long has it taken to put that book together because you've got some amazing photographs in there and some really good sort of information in terms of history and stuff has it been quite a a challenge given or everything that's happening in the environment at the moment? It's been
1: probably about a year when we really started with that book and then we have in the book a lot of uh, interviews and from retailers so people who were in the who, who went through the transformation with us and who can actually tell about what happened uh, from the architect who worked on the projects on the various projects so starting with the architect who worked uh, the on the borough market in London who oh, were yeah. working yeah. with us on our first market uh, from our so did staff. you
0: have a hand in, in say borough market Market in the UK? We, is that something we, that you have been involved in in any way?
1: Uh, we were not involved but what we did is look um, at that. We we actually hired the architect of Bono uh-huh, Market and right. they were the one responsible for that's that, wonderful, exactly, yeah. that wonderful transformation and what they did actually very cleverly the drew on their experience on borrow market and other markets in the UK. we have been renovating and transforming markets in the UK for a long time. And then they came here and actually the first thing they did is actually observe and see And what was a fresh market in Hong Kong or wet market in Hong Kong? And then how, you know, people were mingling and so on. And then they put all that together with the experience. And that's where we came up with our first market, which was remarkably different from the old Mm. one because we were talking like a, a complete... A uh, uh, renewed environment with no walls and uh, where you could see just the an produce. open plan yes, space.
0: Open plan. Exactly. Yeah, because you know I look back at my childhood in the UK and um, markets were the sole place where actually people went to get their fruit and vegetables. And some of them are still there in certain parts yeah. of the UK. And obviously, you go to France and you see some beautiful markets there. Um, uh, you know, in Europe, they're they're very much part of but a part of life, and they are a wonderful place. And it's, it's It's a shame if they were to disappear or anything like that. Now, tell me, um, you know, I suppose if you think of Hong Kong and you think of the wet markets, the last few months you've probably taken a lot of markets have taken a lot of slogging because there's been a lot of negative press, and lots of people who never knew about the Hong Kong wet market suddenly know about it only as a place where there's horrible diseases and there's horrible things being sold. Or so, how has that affected you? You know, how do you deal with that kind of sort of? backlash that comes from COVID?
1: It's actually quite the contrary. So one thing is we had to make sure that people were safe and uh, in, in the market. So that means we definitely, we beefed up all the cleaning, the sanitizing mm-hmm. uh, of the market. We do deep clean of our markets every day at night. Uh, we uh, introduced uh, some, uh, in some of our market, we introduced some uh, ambassadors that were there to take the temperature of the stall owners that were there to distribute uh, um, some gloves to, uh, to shoppers or was that provide hand provide gel. So we, we looked at that. And then the other aspect is that the fresh market is actually a lot safer somehow because you can you don't have pre-wrapped everything, so there is a lot uh, different contact with the produce and with the merchandise, and it's a lot fresher. So actually, the uh, the uh, uh, in, in in the context of also people paying a lot more attention uh, to what they eat and where where they get their food from and so on, that was been has been accelerated by COVID. Fresh market have been benefiting uh, overall from that trend. And And did
0: you find less people going in initially? More
1: people going. Really? Yes, more people going because people, because of COVID, people were staying at home Uh more, so they Uh had to cook at home more. And, And I think it helped people uh, uh, moving into the direction of uh, having healthier you know, healthier diets and so on. All of a sudden, the COVID accelerated that trend. And then there is no better place than the fresh market to actually see what you're going to have in your plates uh, later on and to choose and to have the relationship with the store owner who helps you to choose uh, the, uh, the, the right fruit, right veggie and so on.
0: And to what extent has there been some attention placed on, say, because I, I'm just thinking about, you know, media coverage of this, thing that you know of the types of things that people can sell in, in in a fresh market in a wet market is there any kind of restriction or any things that are laid down or is that something that's being thought of at the moment there is
1: in hong kong very strict and sanitary sanitary rules in terms of what people can sell and cannot sell in a fresh market uh, there is also a number of licenses that stall on earth need to uh, need to obtain so it's not like you decide to sell chicken or live fish in a fresh mm, market. You have you to go to, through a process. exactly. Right. Uh, so from that angle, it's uh, a pretty, pretty, pretty safe environment, I would say.
0: Okay. So now, what um, future things do you have? What's on the cards now? What kind of special... You've, you've produced this wonderful book, which is lovely. Um, what do you have now as to projects and things? What are you working on at the moment?
1: The way we look at, uh, in relation to your. Fresh market. I think we look at them as something which is constantly evolving. So if we look at what we did about ten years ago when we started on this journey, what we are doing now, it, it is evolving. So now what we are doing, what we've been doing the past few years, is to introduce more food in the market, so that people not only go there because they they buy food, uh, uh, fresh f- fresh fruits and vegetables and all sort of produce, but also to have cooked food there. Mm-hmm. So we have snacks. Yeah, because cooked have food is
0: very food. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a regular at Hung Hom and um I think the cooked food area is great really really lovely stuff. So that
1: and, and the idea again it's putting back the market at the heart of the community. Then the other thing as well we are doing is looking at, uh, we introduce e-payments, so that's something we want to promote more mm-hmm. uh, and there are a lot of other aspects that we are looking at in terms of possibly loyalty programs for instance, uh, traceability of food supply will become a big thing in the future so that's also something that might come to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The markets, I mean, they are not a a static thing because they will evolve with the community. Sure,
0: sure, they just develop as people's needs develop. Um, If I was to just ask you, just to finish up, um, after all all the markets that you have worked on, and you know, and there's some lovely pictures in there. Which one market to you stands out that you think I want to go to? So which one do you think I should go to to go and check it out to really get that good experience of what you guys have done?
1: there is one uh, standing out at the moment is in is in uh, Chunkwano, it's called TKO Spot, so something that we renovated recently okay. and it's actually a good a good one in terms of the variety because you will have like $30 pack choy and $13 pack choy, so there's a, you uh, you, you will see. So a whole range of whole things. A okay. okay. the same category, Great. so that's very interesting. Well, I one. shall have
0: to check that out. Emmanuel, thank you so much for coming today and mm. it is a lovely book and I've got the details on my Facebook page if you want to have a look at the book. I've put it up there. You can actually flick through and look at the categories. But thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me.